Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, thanks for jumping in today. Ali had a last minute conflict and you were available. I happen to know this because we work together. So I really appreciate your flexibility in joining me on today's episode um, of the Underrepresented in Tech vlog. And you are an underrepresented person, but you're also the first man who's joined <laughs> me on our vlog. So congratulations on bridging that gap. <laughs> oh, what a, uh, that's a big honor. <laughs> So I don't know if you saw the episode last week, but we talked, Allie and I talked about um, writing a resume and how, what, what things you should do to maybe boost your resume, things that you don't want to do necessarily. Um, and as underrepresented folks, uh, especially people who are um, in the BIPOC community, it can be um, off-putting to some people to think about like whitewashing your resume, things like that. We talked about that last week, but the fact that somebody whose name is Jose, for example, might not be taken as seriously as somebody whose name is Jeff. So, and I know, and, and well, you have a background with people from, you know, all over um, Latin America, right? And, and uh, yes. Hispanic background. I know you're from, your family's from Puerto Rico. And so we have talked about some of that in the past, just between us. Um, clearly, I hired you, so it was you know your your um, your kudos spoke for themselves. Your resume spoke for itself, and uh, you know it had nothing to do with whether your name was Jeff or Jose or you know or Beatrice or anything else. But um, but what I wanted to talk about this week, kind of following up on the whole resume thing, was talking about interviewing and some interview tips that we might give to people who are, you know, who got that interview and they're getting ready to, to prepare for it. And I've interviewed so many people over my career um, and I've been interviewed in my career as well. And so it's it's interesting. Of course, I bring the, the, the woman's perspective to it. And it's just, it's, I think it's an interesting thing um, to sit in a, in a interview and feel challenged about your resume, nervous as heck. I don't know about you, but like anytime I've ever applied for a job, like even if I feel 100% confident about myself and my abilities, butterflies in my stomach. Yeah, the nerves definitely kick in the day of the interview. <laughs> right? Do you have any tips for like how to squelch the, the nerves or is there like, do you prep talk yourself or like no coffee, extra coffee? Like, is there anything that you do to prep for an interview? Well, I definitely practice the night before. Um, it also helps to practice with friends, maybe practice in front of a mirror, record yourself, all those kind of things kind of uh, prep you to um, create memories that even when you have nerves during the interview, those memories kind of kick in uh, naturally. And that's what I don't know. That's what I feel saves me. Yeah, I think you're right. So, um, the more practice you can feel about it, the more you're able to just kind of talk naturally about your work experiences the better off you are. Now, I've made some mistakes in my past life in an interview that I know probably cost me a job. Like I thought at one point in time, like to say, 
Um, because women, especially like people look at us, they're like, well, is she going to have children? Is she going to be out on maternity leave? Like, right. And they start to evaluate that way. So like I was, you know, I was in my thirties or something and I already had like a teenager and I was like, oh, and I'm not having any more kids, you know, so don't even worry about that. And then I thought afterwards that was dumb. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> 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 have you ever done anything in an interview where you left and thought, yep, not going to get that job? Um, not that I can, not that I can think of. I have left interviews thinking, wow, I should have said this. I should have said that. But what I do remember, um, as it relates to underrepresented in tech, um, there's been interviews where the interviewer has asked me personal questions. That, oh, like what? Um, like, for example, where are your parents from? Like trying to basically find out my background. Because like you said, my name doesn't really give off that I'm Latino. Even my last name, to be honest, Betancourt, the way it's pronounced in English, doesn't give off that I'm Latino either. Unless you were to say it in Spanish, Betancourt, then you'd be like, okay, he's... But yeah, they'll ask questions like that. Like, where are your parents from? Personal questions that are actually illegal and... I've left the interview thinking I should have said something, but I was younger back then. So I was, and the nerves kicked in and it's like, those kind of questions make a person who's underrepresented feel so uncomfortable. You feel like you're being judged based on your past, your ethnicity, your race, stuff like that. So those are the kind of things that I would say to any company to make sure that their employees aren't doing that. Cause Usually when you're getting interviewed, right, you're getting interviewed by a department manager or even even a director. And it's not like they're part of the HR department. So they may bend those rules that could really like defeat the purpose of trying to hire diverse people. Yeah, because hiring for diversity is a big topic now. We've talked about that before. You and I have talked about that. You've heard us talk about it with underrepresented tech for sure. Um, and then we also talk about like the idea of tokenization and it's like if you walk, let me ask you. So if you walk into a place to interview and you look around and everybody's like white and there's only a couple women, do you feel like, yep, I'm in here as the token interview or like <laughs> what kind of experiences have you had? Do you feel uncomfortable? Do you feel like you might not fit in? Do you feel challenged at all? Or are you, I mean, I think you are, you know, and, and who you are, you're confident in your abilities, but that doesn't mean that you don't have feelings when you walk into a place like that. So what are your experiences that way? So um, you bring up a lot of good points and you're making me go back. I remember so many memories. Um, like you said, now in, in life, I am more used to it. But just remembering when I was younger, going to interviews um, for anyone, right? Anyone, depending uh, what culture you come from or not. It doesn't even matter what culture you come from. When you go into a room and you're the only one from that background that can add to the intimidation. You're wondering that if you're being hired as a token or you're just looking around, you want to see someone familiar that you can relate to. Um, so that definitely is not easy. It definitely is a culture shock, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's another challenge that you have to face. <laughs> so one of the things you said is that somebody would maybe ask you, so where are your parents from? Like trying to kind of figure out like what your background is. And, and you said it, you wish you'd said something in the past. What would you, your advice be to somebody who might face that question today? Like, how would you respond to that question differently than you did in the past? I definitely would um, respond by saying, you know, I, 
that question is not a legal question to ask during an interview. Like, I would check them, but not in a disrespectful way, but I would, just, mm-hmm. you know, take a firm stance and let them know that it's not okay to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you may not get the job, right? You may risk losing the job, and that's fine. Do you really want to work for someone who's asking you those kind of questions? But at the same time, you're helping um, future interviewees because that you're mm-hmm. correcting that person that that's not okay to ask those kind of questions, to behave that way during an interview. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. If somebody said to you, okay, let me rewind a sec. If you're applying for a job and nowhere on the job does it say that you have to speak Spanish or that you have to be bilingual or bring any of that. Has anybody ever asked you in an interview like, oh, do you speak Spanish? And how do you respond to that? And does it feel inappropriate? Um, well, culturally to, to, to me, it doesn't because like, um, especially from a Puerto Rican background, we kind of in, enjoy saying that we speak Spanish. Um, it doesn't feel inappropriate, but then again, it all depends how the how the question is worded, right? If you just say, do you speak Spanish and you're being polite about it, I, I'm fine with it. But another thing that did happen to me during an interview was something very similar to that. It was actually the same interview. Um, and the funny part is that the interviewee was director of the, uh, director of a, of a, I'm trying to think what it was. It was a social worker department. She was the director of the social worker department. And she basically said that she um, she spent time in Ecuador and she asked me, are you, are you Puerto Rican? And I'm like, yes, why? And she was like, oh, because I can tell because Puerto Ricans cut their words in Spanish. And I'm like, Wow. <laughs> that sounds really racist. Yeah. So. Yeah. Judging somebody based on their entire ethnicity yeah. or yeah. So in that case, wow. blatantly like just wrong. Like in that case, I didn't feel good that someone, mm-hmm. you know, recognized my culture or said something about me speaking Spanish. Right. Instead of saying like, oh my gosh, I visited Santo Domingo and uh, if you were Dominican or I visited, um, you know, San Juan and I loved it. That's what that's different than like, oh, yeah, I could tell you, you know, cut your words off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> what are your feelings when you are in an interview and somebody does say things like that? Are you at that point like, I don't even want this job? Are you still hoping you get the job? Like, have you ever withdrawn your application afterwards because you're like, I don't even want to work there? Well, definitely after that interview, I did withdraw my application. Uh, During the interview, I was just, I felt more nervous by those questions and more confused. So I was still trying to get through the interview um, at that time. Uh, Now I would definitely walk away. You know, it's not worth it. Um, But yeah, when you're actually in the moment, and especially if you don't have too much experience interviewing um, and you're new to the whole corporate world or any type of field, you're, you're going to stick through it because you're thinking, I need, I want a job. I need a job. Let me just kind of answer these questions. Um, but yeah, it doesn't help at all with your emotions, with, with the whole atmosphere. The, I can't even imagine for sure. Absolutely. So one of the things and you might remember when I interviewed you, I'm going to switch over to like talking about some topics and questions and things. I think there's standard questions that people ask in interviews. So why do you want to work here? You know, like, where do you see yourself in five years? Like all those kinds of questions. 
one of the questions that I ask, I, there's two questions that I ask that I think when I interview people, people always say, wow, nobody's ever asked me that before. One is, how do you like to be appreciated other than salary and monetary, right? Because I like to feed, get feedback and, and find out what are people's values about how they li- like to be appreciated. So like, for example, like not just because I'm, I'm like if judging you on your answer, but like if I hire you, I want to know how to manage you as somebody in my team by being able to recognize your accomplishments in ways that are meaningful to you? That was a great question. (laughs) When you asked me that question, I had never heard it, like you said, in my interviewing experience. And it's so much better to ask someone that kind of question versus uh, a similar question as like, what animal would you describe yourself as? A company asked me that once. And I got what they (laughs) were trying to do. What did you say? What was your answer? I said, I think I said a monkey because they uh, think of, <laughs> you know, it's funny to say monkey, right? But I said something along the lines because they're able to uh, think of ways to use tools to fix, to solve problems. And that just Ooh, came Good uh, answer. And he was, he was impressed, but at the same time, what a weird question, right? <laughs> but when you say appreciated, uh, that that's such a great question because the employee gets to tell you or the prospective employee gets to tell you, you know, what kind of things help them to do well at the job. And that also helps you to see if they're, if they're a good fit for the company culture. And that was a great question. Oh, thanks. My other favorite question I like to ask is at the end, I'll say, is there any question I didn't ask that you wouldn't to be able to answer? Like, as in, tell me something that you, that I didn't ask you about that you really would like to, me to know about you, right? And so I think that most, most managers, hiring managers don't ask that question. They get to the end of their questions and they've got their answers and they move on. And sometimes I've left interviews going, I wish I'd had an opportunity to say X, Y, Z about myself or explain a gap in my resume or explain what a specific job was or software that I'd used or something like that. Or, or that I was an EMT and I have some medical experience, but it doesn't really fit in my functional resume or whatever. Um, and so I wanted to, to kind of give some advice to people out there. If you are being interviewed and that you're getting towards the end of the interview and they haven't given you an opportunity to say those kinds of things, it's perfectly okay for you to interject things at the end because usually they'll say, do you have any questions for me? And that's your opportunity, not just to ask questions, which of course you should already have formulated some questions. Never ask what's the salary, never ask when's, you know, what are you trying to hire by? Those are things that are, you know, typical questions. Ask questions about the company culture. Ask questions about, um, did they enjoy working there? What would, what would other people that, that work there say about their experiences there? Those kinds of questions, because salary, those kind salary benefits, those are questions that if they offer you the job, you can, you can get those answers then and make a determination of whether or not you want to take the job. But, you know, getting questions about the company culture, how you, then you're going to find out if you really want to work there in the fit. But, at, but take that opportunity at that point to say, if they say, do you have any other questions? You know, ask a couple questions and then say, but I also wanted to uh, mention this about myself. I also wanted to be able to tell you X, Y, Z, because you might've thought they were going to ask since they didn't. And you've been sitting with this like gem in your pocket. You're dying to tell right. them this amazing fact about yourself. You know, take the opportunity to make sure you say those things. And then always, always, always follow up. We used to follow up. This is, this. I always say, this is going to tell my age. We used to follow up with handwritten thank you notes. 
And you can still do that, but sometimes by the time you've written a thank you note, got it to the post office, the post office delivers it to that person, their mailroom or whatever delivers it, delivers it, that decision might have already been made. So follow up immediately with an email. You can always follow up with a handwritten thank you note afterwards, but always follow up with an email. And you can take the opportunity in those emails to say those things that you might have thought of afterwards that you wished you'd said. Right. Yeah, it's so important. Like, as you mentioned before, and you asked me if you ever left the interview regretting something, right? So giving out that advice to um, let out those final stories that you wanted to tell them um, can help to to do that. And I have no regrets on the interview. Um, that's another important thing too I, I, I've learned when it comes to interviewing. Even if you come from a culture where um, you're not used to talking about yourself or bragging, in the interview, you're supposed to do that. So you should really focus on telling those stories. So practice telling stories about your experiences. And that's, a, that's one of the best things to do in order to get a job. Yeah, so if you have that gem sitting in your pocket, that thing you're dying to tell them about, find a way to work it into some of the other questions if you don't feel comfortable waiting till the end. Because like, why? it's not like at the end there's this big ta-da, right? You want to impress them throughout the whole the whole thing, not like mundane, mundane, Michelle's, Michelle's okay, she's okay, she's like, oh, look at that. You know, I want to wow them from the start, right? So you definitely want to, uh, that's really good advice to make sure that you've got all that stuff in there and that you have the practice in telling it so it isn't just like a last minute thought. I think that's great. For sure. Any any other pieces of advice before we sign off on this vlog for today? Um, definitely practice beforehand. Uh, be confident and uh, don't let people ask you questions that they shouldn't ask. Yeah, be, that's good. And I think, we, yeah, with, with the laws and, and uh, your rights mm -hmm. as a as an interview. Yeah. And it's okay to get up and walk out of an interview if you're uncomfortable or you don't you decided right then and there, this is not a place I want to work. You can stop the interview and say, you know, I appreciate the time today, but I've already determined this is not a good fit for me. And I'm going to, I'm going to stop wasting both of our time and you can get up and leave. That's okay. Um, the other thing is be your authentic self, right? Like you don't have to let it all hang out, but they want to see your personality. You want to see if your personality fits with theirs. So don't put on a different persona. Yes. You want to be a little more professional and things like that, but don't change your persona entirely. Like just be you be natural because that's who they're going to get on the day-to-day -day basis with if they hire you. Right. Yeah. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for jumping in here. Give us some details. How can people find you on social media if they have questions? Uh, I know you work for GiveWP, so, you know, they can find you through Give, of course. But um, how do they find you on Twitter if they have some questions for you? Twitter, my handle is WP Jeff B. So W-P-J-E-F-F-B. Fantastic. So and yeah, I'm sure you're open to questions if people have questions Definitely. for you about interviewing and hiring and things like that. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Um, I'm going to let you go so you can get to work because you do work with me and I know how busy we are. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for being part of the underrepresented in tech vlog today. And uh, for everybody else, we'll see you next week. This episode of the underrepresented in tech podcast was sponsored by Yikes Inc. Learn more about their professional WordPress development and design services at yikesinc.com. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode of our podcast, want to utilize our database, or just want to say hi, visit us at underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.